Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sunny Fighter Show, where we talk about psychology behind the fighters, psychology behind the fight organizations, such as UFC. And today is... What's the month today? September? September 14th. Um, September 14th. Seven months past Valentine's Day. Just saw 14th. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Valentine's Day. Seven months past. We're in September now. Oh, this whole pandemic got me forgetting what month it is. Alright, anyhow. Oh man, just uh, going for a little drive. Clear my head. Talk, talk, talk. I would talk a little MMA action with y'all. Um, the specific one that I wanted to talk about is is what's going on with the with the Dustin Poirier Tony Ferguson fight that UFC is trying to make. That's a real, very interesting situation. So if you if you don't know, what happened was um, there's a fight coming up. Um, let's see when it is. One second, I gotta look this up. There was a fight coming up where there was Khabib and Justin Gaethje on the main card, and they were trying to put a co-main event with your boy Dustin Poirier and Tony Ferguson. And that was the fight was supposed to happen, I believe, on October twenty-second, UFC two fifty-four. Right? It's pretty cool. As, as a fight fan, that's the fucking dream card. For people that are always streaming, not buying shit, not buying the pay-per-view, not saying me, I'm saying people. I use my hard-earned money to pay Uncle Dana every single time, all right? For the record, in case anybody is curious. Um... But honestly, for a fight like that, like Tony Ferguson, Dustin Poirier, Co-Main, Khabib, Gaethje, Main, man, that's a fucking solid fight right there. That's a solid fight card. I don't care what other fights are on that fight card. That by itself is solid. Um, I would pay for that shit. So, but unfortunately, what happened is Dustin Poirier said he he wants more money while well, he's trying to negotiate things and he's not happy with the deal and UFC said unfortunately Uncle Dana came up after the Michael after the um, what's her name Michelle Watterson fight this last Saturday and said we're gonna move on and trying to make other fight matchups ah, so this is a real I'm torn because obviously as a fight fan I really want to see this um, and but you know what's interesting I understand from the UFC's perspective why they would even try to make this fight because I think their thinking was what they would do is <laughs> have this final Hail Mary shot to try to make Khabib 
and Tony Ferguson fight in case, like, let's say Justin Gaethje got hurt. Tony could jump up. Um, or, you know, if Khabib got hurt, you wouldn't really make Tony versus Gaethje because Gaethje just beat Tony. You would make Gaethje versus Dustin Poirier because Dustin Poirier in the past has beat Gaethje. You know, the turn of events and that backup is fucking sick. So what's kind of... So, you know, yeah, it's interesting. There's a little tricky, tricky UFC strategy there. And totally makes sense to me. But now they've kind of messed things up a little bit. I mean, the Tony, I'm sure Tony will still fight whoever they put in front of him. But now the problem is Dustin Poirier is no longer there, so... So one, it's not an interesting fight. I mean, that was an interesting fight. Maybe they could make another interesting fight. So one, you're losing an interesting fight for the fans. And second, you are... Khabib, you know... Um, who the fuck would Justin you fight? Let's say if Khabib fell out. The backup is gone. If I'm Dustin Poirier... I've been in a lot of wars. And I know... Tony Ferguson is going to be another fucking war. Tony is insane. He's going to cut me up with his fucking elbows. He's going to beat me up. Um, yeah, I need more money. I was reading somewhere that Dustin gets 150 to fight, 150 to win. I mean, that's that's a good amount of money, but compared to what some of these other dudes and girls make, man, Dustin has been an interim champ, man. Get that guy more money. Um, and he had a sick victory, his last fight against uh, Dan Hangman. So, if I'm Dustin Poirier, I'm kind of looking at this like, this is going to be another violent fight. I'm trying to preserve my head. And I don't really, really, really need to take this fight right now. Because it's not like, if I beat Tony, I'm going to go up to the championship. I mean, maybe he could. going to climb his way back up. But if I'm Dustin, I'm like, you know what? I'm cool, man. I'm going to take my time with this. Um, and I think Dustin sees that this is a fan favorite fight. And you boys of the UFC really do want to make this fight. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to try my luck. So I think in this case, he has good leverage. And not to mention he's coming off of a win. So... And he's already fought in the pandemic before. So, yeah. I mean, I'm with Dustin Poirier on this. So, one side as a fan, I'm torn. I'm like, come on. Make this fight happen. But if I'm Dustin Poirier, yeah. Fucking, dude, good on you. These are the kind of times where... This is negotiation one-on-one, you know? You have... If you have leverage, use it. And he has leverage. Coming off off a win. UFC needs him to make this fan favorite fight. Um, And back up. I think it all makes sense. And you know, now Uncle Dana's trying to get it done, trying to move on. And you know what's funny? If I'm Uncle Dana, I also understand it. Because if I'm Uncle Dana, I'm like, ah, what the fuck? What the fuck? It just... I can, if I'm Uncle Dana, I can just 
Like, I'm kind of tired of the, all these guys just and girls asking for more money. I don't think any girls have asked for money, so it's the guys. But, yeah. So, anyway, those are my thoughts on this whole Dustin Poirier situation. Thank you for listening. Catch you guys next time.